girls, yes, welcome to our first pilot episode of Fly Girl Radio. I am your host, Tiana, aka T, your founding Fly Girl in Chief, and I am so excited to host this radio series for you guys, this podcast series, Fly Girl Radio. And to kick off tonight's pilot episode, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about what femininity is and how we can also dive into it in some quick little foolproof ways at the end and how to dive into it. But uh, we're going to really just get in tonight about what that thing is, that thing called femininity, and just really explore what it means in its entirety. And also, we'll talk a little bit about how femininity is not always what what you would traditionally think it may be, that it's really just not one size fit all, and that truthfully, it's really tailored to how you feel. And we're going to do more podcasts and you know videos about this as we go, but I just want to really come on tonight and kick off our pilot episode with this topic. What is femininity? Okay, so first, when we think of a feminine woman, what do we normally think of? Or feminine energy, because being feminine doesn't always mean it's just about the woman, okay? When you're in feminine energy, we typically think of dainty things like flowers and wearing pink all the time, high heels, um, being speaking softer. You know, we think about those typical on the surface things when it comes to something or someone being feminine. However, I'm really going to bust these myths for you. Yes, I am going to be your Madam Myth Buster. Okay, so. First, for femininity is not the myth that it is about being a pushover, a doormat, or allowing yourself to be treated like a second-class citizen. In fact, it is the opposite. True femininity at its core is power. It just has to be wielded the right way. First, what kind of energy is it? This What I can best describe femininity is the state of being and not just existing. It is being in the present, going with the ebb and flow of life, being in the moment, the here and the now. Basically, you are sopping up all the goodness and yumminess that life has to offer at that exact moment. All of that sounds beautiful and juicy and wonderful, doesn't it? Definitely. The opposite is masculine energy, which is always doing, planning, thinking, goal setting, achieving. Now, does it mean that women cannot plan or do or think? We do this all the time. In fact, oftentimes this is when our masculine energy kicks into gear. And no, masculine energy doesn't belong to just men. As we just talked about, that feminine energy just doesn't belong to women. We as women embody it too. For example, we use this to get our taxes done, to turn in that term paper that we've been working in, we've been working on all night, to drive hard for that high-powered job or promotion we want at work. But we'll talk more about that later. 
The problem is that we don't know how to balance the two because we were taught from a very early age that this is a man's world and sitting and looking pretty just doesn't get things done, that women are seen and they are not heard and blase, blase, blase. In order to survive, we must be tough. In some situations, I must admit, we do, but not all of the time. In fact, if all of us, male or female, knew how to balance our energies and properly, think of how much more balanced and peaceful and prosperous the world and life could be. So back to this beautiful, yummy, juicy thing called femininity, right? It can be all of these things if you let it be. Like I said, it feels funny at first because many of us have never learned how to be in it, feel it, and embrace it for what it's worth. So what is truly a feminine woman? And I'll go back to this. You would think, okay, high heels. You would think long flowing hair down her back, always getting her nails done. Her walk is dainty. She doesn't like to get dirty. Sure, we like clothes. We like makeup. We like hair. You know, we want to look prim and proper and clean. But that is not simply what femininity is. Okay, so it's more so the vibe and how you carry yourself. Especially women, we are typically more encouraged to behave in our feminine energy more than men. So the big question out of all of this is, how do we do that to relax and feel safe in our feminine energy as a woman to create, to go with the ebb and flow of life? How do we do that? Or what is that? What does a feminine woman seem like or should be like? Well, what is she naturally? That is the question. So, a feminine woman is naturally magnetic. She is alluring. She draws all kinds of amazing people, things, and opportunities her way. Because she knows how to reel in and invite you in. And trust me, she knows how to do this with men too. And not even just with men. She also is great at being a maverick. At also being in spaces with women and coexisting with women in a non-competitive way, but more of a cooperative way. Yes, she is magnetic. Something about her just draws you in, okay? It may be the way that she looks at you, the way she talks to you, the way she smiles at you, uses hand gestures when she talks, that sort of thing. Secondly, a feminine woman is naturally confident and it's not in an obnoxious or boasting or downright annoying all about me attitude. It is simply the opposite of that. True confidence is actually quieter than you think. It is how you radiate, how you use your inner glow when you move about the world. It is about your spiritual self-loving and self-assured light, no matter what person or situation is in front of you. Even in her moments of vulnerability, fear, or even uncertainty, a feminine woman's true confidence is knowing that she's got this no matter what happens. You can like me or not, I still am going to love myself. I may be scared, but I will be brave. 
She is certain about who she is and what she wants, and she's not afraid to get it. However, of course, she will definitely have a more refined approach on how to do it. But rest assured, she is sure about herself. A feminine woman is also kind, pleasant to all kinds of people, no matter the circumstance. This does not mean that she is simply that pushover or doormat, but because she radiates love, sincerity, it will naturally come out in how she deals with men and women through her conversations, her acts of service, etc. She is kind when she's, you know, helping someone out with something, when she is raising her children and putting little things in their lunch boxes and giving them kisses. And she is kind to her man, you know, helping him, you know, adjust his tie or, you know, giving him space in his man cave or bringing him something to eat. She is kind and, you know, she's really about her community and giving back. She uses her kindness in such an authentic way that she doesn't even care that she gets anything back. She's simply kind because she is. A feminine woman is also naturally empathetic, not sympathetic, okay? Empathetic means that she truly understands and identifies with the feelings of others, but most importantly, she reflects, recognizes, and realizes the ones within herself. She's all of them through the good and the bad, okay? So she processes her feelings no matter what they may be, especially in the bad times. She uses proper coping mechanisms. She is not out to be vindictive or hurt anyone else if she's angry. She is in her sadness. She will maybe retreat for a while, but she feels and deals with these emotions. And she's not afraid to deal with these things. And that she's also able to identify when somebody is going through a period of strife or is sad or can emulate joy when somebody else is emulating joy. Okay. She's naturally empathetic. She's also receptive. She is naturally being prone to receiving not just the material, but also everything in and out of her. Her reproductive organs, gifts, compliments, energy. Ladies, this is really, really big. Feminine energy has to be able to receive. I know a lot of times we are taught from early that we shouldn't take too much. We should not be selfish. You know, we always got to share and things like that. Or that women naturally are supposed to give. I mean, we give to our spouses. We give to our children, our families, our communities. And yes, that is a part of feminine energy. But we also got to be allowed to receive. We have to. Okay. So when we're receiving, it could be simple things like, you know, when you get a compliment, you say thank you. And you don't say, oh, well, oh, my hair, yeah, it was so messed up or still looks a mess. Even I'm guilty of doing this, okay? But you are naturally wanting to receive, you know, when your man gives you a gift or wants to spend time or wants to... And we're not just talking about money, you know. I mean, it's nice. <laughs> but you are naturally ready to just take with open arms and i'm not talking about bullcrap but all that life's gifts have to offer you you are not afraid to take and to not abuse them but to cherish them okay you are welcoming you are receiving 
that's why when we have sex, you know, naturally the woman, she has a vagina because she is designed to receive pleasure from the male and the male's organ is outside to give mostly pleasure. Even though he's getting pleasure, his organ is designed to give, okay? But you think of a traditional missionary position, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Next, she is mysterious, letting inquiring minds wander and wander some more, more about her and leaving more to the imagination. Okay, that includes when we are dressing, we're dressing sexy, not slutty, right? I mean, we, we may show a little baby cleavage here, a little skin here, but we just leave a little to imagination. We accentuate our curves. We don't have them all hanging all out for display. Feminine women also are mysterious in the way that she talks, the way she looks and winks at the man. Okay, maybe as she's conversating, she's not letting him know every detail, but just enough so where he can, you know, have his interest piqued and want to know more about her. And don't worry, we're going to talk more about these things more in detail. Okay, so... What are some ways that a woman can connect to her femininity, even though it may not be easy? Okay, so the first thing is she has to surrender. Now, when you hear the word surrender, you think war, like giving up, fessing, that's it. Surrendering and letting go of the need to control everyone and everything around you. This is big. Even I had to learn this myself, especially starting my Fly Girl Vibes journey. Okay, this fly girl journey, this feminine, limitless you journey. And that's what we stand on, right? I'll admit and say that this has been the most challenging thing for me, especially as a newbie in this feminine journey kind of thing. I have always felt the need to control every stinking thing around me in my life. And I'm not just talking about the outfit I'm going to wear for the day, if I want to eat Chinese or Mexican for dinner, or what movie I want to watch on Netflix. And sure, I may be talking about relatively simple things, but I'm not walking around with total indecision all of my life <laughs> because nothing will get done. But I'm talking about things like how my love life will turn out, if he's going to call this week, on this day or this exact time, if he wants a second date, will he propose to me or not, I must encourage him with all my might so he can see me for what I'm worth. Whoa, sis, pump the brakes, okay? We have to learn what is a human issue and what's a non-human issue. I don't know if you believe in God or the divine law of attraction, but we have to realize the things that are within our control and the things that are not so much in our control. And once we recognize these things, it becomes a lot easier for us to live and navigate and love our lives and to be in the moment when we're not always in control of everything. And if you're having problems with this, sometimes it may take a little help to get you to kind of, you know, ease up a little bit. But once you recognize that you should surrender that need to be in charge of everything in your life, everything will flow to you much smoother and nicer and easier. And feminine energy is about flow, right? Okay. Number two, I have to let go of constantly being in my head or overthinking about what I need to do so others would like me 
Or what if he doesn't like me if I'm too thin, I'm too thick, I'm too light, I'm too dark, I'm, my hair is too curly, my hair is too straight, I'm not fun enough, I'm not sexy enough, I'm not experienced enough, I'm not qualified enough. It goes back to that control thing. You are you. You are feminine, limitless you. You are just you, period. Okay, girls? You are you, and that is more than enough. First of all, all that chatter is so noisy, and you may feel your head spinning around and around and around. Your head is hurting. Your chest is tightening. Your stomach is churning, sis. That's your heart and your body telling you to stop. Wait a minute, honey. Just breathe. Everything will be okay. And if it doesn't turn out your way, it's fine. It will be eventually. What's for you will be for you and will not pass you by. Number three, a feminine woman must learn to be present. We go back to that, okay? These cues might be telling you that you need to slow down, live in the moment, soak all of life in. Because when you slow down and stay present, and you notice how everything in you and around you may not feel as rushed. You can even slow down and be present in a crowded room or in a bustling city and not be as affected by the chaotic energy or environment. This may even help others slow down around you too. Being in the here and now is an indescribable feeling, even if it may seem challenging at first. Constantly thinking about the goals we set, the things we need to get done, but I promise you, just even do this for five minutes and watch how everything starts to feel much more peaceful. And we will definitely have some fly girl exercises for you on how to slow down and be present and be in the moment and to bring in that delightful feminine energy that can even help bring in that yummy, strong masculine energy from a man. And trust me, it does work, ladies. Trust me, I got you, I got you. <laughs> Number four, being receptive. Of course, it goes back to that tip we talked about. I'm not going to go too gung-ho into this because we already talked about it, but you know that's really a big part of this whole thing. You have to really, really, really allow yourself to receive because when you allow yourself to receive, others will want to give to you especially God and the divine, however you see it, or even if you don't believe in a deity of some sort, but you notice that life is a lot nicer to you. <laughs> it is, trust me, I'm telling you, it is. And number five, the last thing I would like to provide here is that a feminine woman, especially as I'm learning this in my journey, is that she has to be gentler on herself and others. I believe that God gives us grace when we fall short, which I'm so thankful for. But it's not always easy for me to practice that on myself and others, primarily because I always strove for accuracy, perfection, results. And when I fell short or others did, I resented myself and others too. But when I learned to forgive but hold accountability in the right scenarios and situations, and even I had to hold myself accountable or hold others accountable in the right way. Am I giving myself a soul hug, literally and physically? I felt such a weight lift off of me. It was when I realized when I was wronged or wronged by others, or even wrong, or should I say, when I was wronged or wronged others, I was operating on limited information and repeated cycles that I knew. 
and I can bet all my money that half of them were not even my fault. But what I learned consciously and subconsciously was that because of the lack of tools that were there for me, I kept operating in the same modes. And also from what I learned as a child and from other people. Okay. This is consciously and subconsciously. And don't worry, we'll talk more about these things, these, you know, in deep programming. We'll talk more about that. But now I understand that being gentler on myself and others not only allowed more room for me to make mistakes, but to learn more from them and to practice that grace and acceptance with others. And from there, I formed stronger, more loving, and more understanding relationships not only with others, but also with myself. Yes. So, a lot of femininity is really about rediscovering who you are, but also making amends for the mistakes you made. A lot of it is letting go, being gentler on yourself, being receptive. But most importantly, it's being you, being uniquely you and accepting yourself and what you're worth with all your flaws and taking off those expectations, all those limiting beliefs and just loving and accepting things and you as is. That is it. Nothing more, nothing less. That's simply what it is. It's being you at this given moment, at this given time, ebbing and flowing with life, okay? And ladies, we're not simply being passive beings, but we're allowing ourselves to live in every passing moment, okay? And the more we open ourselves up like the beautiful flowers we are, the more that we will bloom, showcase our beauty, so this way, not only the world can marvel at it, but that also we can relish in all of life's beauty as well. <laughs> you like that metaphor? I know I do, but ladies, I'm going to wrap it up here. I know this is kind of long for the first episode, but we did cover a lot tonight about what is femininity and how we can kind of start getting into it. And I'm just going to leave you with just a few things, just a few basic things on how to kind of slowly but surely invite femininity into your life. So three things. Number one, really work on, you know, your moods, especially how you respond to things. Stop being so reactionary when you get angry. Actually calm down a little, kind of slow down. Wonder why you're in a rush or why you're so impatient and angry. Actually, this is it. Hone in on your feelings and why you feel this way. That's number one. Number two, another basic way is to maybe you might have to start making some physical changes. Like you might have to change up your wardrobe a little, invite more color into your life, your makeup, maybe put more effort into your appearance to make you feel better. You know, those are some ways to really get started. And we'll definitely go into depth more about these things. Don't worry. Like I said, I've got you covered. <laughs> and number three, another great way is to invite it into your home, meaning like you might have to put maybe some more peaceful flowing things in your home you might want to invite some flowers in you know maybe some nice drapes you know some redecoration maybe decluttering the house a little 
maybe making things smell good. You know, you may have to remodel, paint maybe something just to kind of help invite that energy in. And look into the psychology of colors. And that can, colors that can help you feel at your most feminine and at your highest. And colors really, really, really evoke energies. And you'll be very surprised, especially when you research colors, like what different colors can mean, especially not only in one culture, but also the next and yada, yada, yada. That's a lot about that. But those are some three foolproof ways to kind of really start inviting femininity into your life. And ladies, I'm just going to leave you there. I think that we said more than enough tonight and we'll definitely will be back with some more, some more fly girl vibes, feminine energy, relationships, dating, self-love, all kinds of things, all things feminine, limitless you. Okay. I love you all. Stay safe out there. Take care. And remember forever and always stay fly girl. All right. <laughs> I love you. Until then, this is your founding Fly Girl T signing off. This is Fly Girl Radio.